Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. What's up, everyone? And welcome to another special episode of IndiePod, where we get to talk to the people behind some of our favorite indie games. Today, we have Armon, or some know him as Shotgun Anaconda, the developer behind the upcoming title known as Velocity Noodle. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited. I'm excited too. It's great to have you on. I think a lot of people will really enjoy this game because, you know, if you're a person like me, I love the idea of speedrunning games and it feels very much like a lot of the love and and just passion for that type of style has been definitely rooted into this game. Um, but, but before we get into the game, we talk about anything about that. I always love just getting to know the people who are actually creating these things. Armin, tell me a little bit about yourself. Kind of, who are you? How did you get into game creation? Sure thing. Um, also you made me really happy when you said, uh, it has like hints of speed running. Cause that's what I really, that was my goal, but we get into that. Sorry. I just, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my name is Armin. Um, I live in uh, Sweden. Uh, in Stockholm, Sweden. In, uh, nice. Right now. So um, uh, how did I get into indie gaming? That's an interesting question. I mean, like, the story, I think the story is the same for a lot of people. Like, I've been playing games since I was really small. Um, right. And I think my first console was the NES. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, yes, what was um, your, what was the first game you remember playing? Uh, Duck Hunt. And, oh, wow. Okay. Very classic. Yeah. I think... Uh, I, I don't know if this was like a Sweden thing or if it's like international, but it came with the console and my parents oh, okay. really didn't know. Uh, my parents didn't know. They're, my parents are immigrants from Iran. They came to Sweden in 86. They bought that, I don't know, 90 somewhere. Uh, they're like, oh, give me something to be busy. And it had like yeah, a gun, yeah. like it had a laser gun and we were like, oh, he'll, he'll enjoy this. <laughs> they had no idea yeah yeah uh, why not <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah that was my first game and then um i think soon after that like i said my friend had a sega mega drive or genesis mm-hmm. i think it was called in the states right yeah yeah the genesis yeah and uh then i kind of like switched teams i went from nintendo to sega oh you uh, traitor yeah yeah i was a really bad boy <laughs> i really enjoyed like sonic and you know I, I even played rpgs i didn't understand like fantasy star and stuff like that but you know, yeah 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 um but as i you know and video games ca- stayed in my life as i grew older and i think uh, you know and as i got older and older learned computers and all that stuff uh, i always had this idea like you know as everyone does or a lot of people like hey it would be cool to make my own game Right. right, you know, and this this fantasy we all have, but it took me a long time. Uh, as I said, I got that console in the nineties, and I'm like thirty four now, so I'm like getting really old. You know, 
Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if it's really old, but... <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was actually like when I was 30, um, I was like, let me, you know, take a stab at this. Like, how do people make games? Uh, so I would just start right, Google right. around and, you know, read about like game engines and all that stuff. And, um, and I wasn't, I'm not like a programmer. I know a little bit. So I found a couple of engines where you could use a visual language, like a visual scripting language to basically, instead of writing all the codes layer right. by layer, you could just select different things and create actions. Um, and I found like an engine called Click Team Fusion. Um, hmm. a, it's not that famous anymore. They used to be big. Uh, we can talk about the engines later if you want. But basically, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, okay. uh, you know, I stumbled into that, watched some YouTube tutorials, got started, and I was like, all right, I made the first, you know, shitty prototypes. Like uh, you walk to the <laughs> left and right, and then you press a button and you shoot a stupid bullet. And, you know, it's. I think that's everyone's first game. Like, how right, do I, right. How do I make a shooter? How do I how do I kill something? <laughs> so, uh, how do I make walk jump? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. How do I make? So if you go to the right and jump, I made Mario. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's really how it got started. I think around the same time. Um, I broke up with my ex and I was like, all right, if there's any, you know, this is the time. Right. Got to go all in now. Yeah. I got, I got to go all in. I have all the time in the world. I have no obligations, but I kind of do I have a job and all that stuff, but you know. <laughs> right. Right. Were you doing something, your profession, were you doing something that was kind of adjacent to making games or had like certain elements of it, or is it just wildly different? And you were like, now's the time to make a big change. No. No, I work. Yeah, I'm a marketing guy, actually. So in my nine to five. Oh, well, uh, okay. So I work in marketing, and at that time, I was working at the media company. Yeah. Um. So no, it had nothing to do with games. It's like wow. <laughs> it's something okay. totally different. Um. Yeah. But as I said, it's like it's always my been my passion. Like, uh, and you know, I kind of alone in that. My friends do a bunch of other stuff. Some do music. Some are like finance guys, and some are just you know. They do nothing, but uh, <laughs> but no one is really interested in games. So, and I was the only one. I was like, whatever, man. I, like, I really love this thing. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I just uh, that's how it got started, really. And uh, huh. uh, you know, trying to learn on my own, uh, make the yeah. prototypes, make that more advanced, and, and huh. then eventually, I was like, let me see if I could just do a complete game, you know, and just release that and see what that right. is, like a whole bucket list item, right? So uh, I try, I huh. did like a, uh, I don't know if you play Nuclear Throne. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I made like a basic copy of that, right? Mm, <laughs> Gameplay okay. guys is a shooter, a roguelike. Um, but I made it, you know, it was my game. I learned to do some pixel art, I learned some programming. And then I learned how to upload stuff to Steam or, you know, release stuff on Steam, which is a whole other process. Um, yeah. I released that like, I think two years ago. Uh, a CD, okay. A CD shooter. It was my game, and that felt really, really good. I was like, "Yeah, I, I made like a, I made the game," and uh, you know, mm -hmm, and I was like, mm -hmm. "That was a really cool feeling." So I just stuck with it, and and now I'm talking to you. So look, so progress. I know. <laughs> there you, there you go. During this time, right, you're you're building out this, you know, this smaller but full fledged game that uh, is that comparison to Nuclear Throne type, and then you say. 
hey, you know, I did this. I can keep doing this, right? Is is this all happening while you're doing, you know, your normal nine to five? Did you step away from it? Are you still working part time, especially for like Velocity Noodle now? Like what what does it look like for you time frame wise with these games? Yeah, so this is, uh, yeah, I was still working. Uh, and I was still working, uh, and I was still working when I was doing the old game, which is called Baby Redemption. Don't check it okay. out if, if you're listening to this. Don't check it out. It's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it's like I had I'm terrible with coming up with concepts. So I was like, all right, uh, you ha- you're a guy, and you're shooting bad guys, and you need to rescue something, and that something is like kidnap babies. And, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous, man. But it was oh, it's cool, a right? noble, a noble profession, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so I was still working, and I'm still. So this is more like a, um, a very time-consuming side gig, if that's yeah, if that makes yeah, sense. Uh, I can imagine. Uh, think, how long have you been working on Velocity Noodle as this uh, very lengthy side gig? Yeah, I, I think two years. Yeah. Let's say one point okay. five years, because I think after I released Baby Redemption, I took a little break, and then I was like, "Let me just do smaller stuff." And you know, right. uh, I was trying different prototypes and learning some new stuff, checking out other engines, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But yeah, it's been I think Velocity gotcha. Noodle, yeah, one point five, one and a half years in uh, in the making. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's yeah, that's a good chunk of time. Um, I wanted to ask you before we dive into uh, too much more of the game. Uh, you go by the name of Shotgun Anaconda, mm-hmm. um, which is on. If you look at Steam, it's on for the Velocity Noodle page as the both the developer and the publisher. Now, is this more of like a pseudo name that you go by to just say that you're the only developer? Is there a studio? Are there others helping you, or are you just you know a solo just working on everything by yourself? Yeah, so I'm a solo dev. Yeah, so that's my, I guess, my cool nickname. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's really interesting and uh, like how you present yourself on the internet because it right, does right. help. Like, because I could go by Arman or, you know, and, and a lot of people do, like, they use their names. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I find it like really interesting, like, when people email you or they want to talk to you. Do they call like, you for, Shotgun, Mister Shotgun? <laughs> actually, yeah, I have a lot. Of, I have a couple of emails uh, from like you know small publishing houses or whatever. They're like, "Hello, Mister Anaconda." I'm like, "Come on, yeah. <laughs> you, you, use your common sense." <laughs> but it's it actually like helps out when you're talking some business stuff because they think like, "Oh, there are a couple of people," or you know, right? He, he might not be alone. I found that that was like interesting. And, yeah, because I mean, you can't tell because obviously your name, like, I mean, I guess you could be, but it's very rare that you would find a, a person with the real name of Shotgun. So yeah. you're like, all right, I, I, mean, I assume easier. this is a studio. <laughs> I mean, maybe in America, in America, I don't know. Not in Sweden, that's true. Sweden. Yeah, we do like our guns here. So I, I don't know. I guess you but, have a point. Yeah, but that name is funny. Like, there's a funny story behind it if you want to hear it. Like, Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, because I was like, all right, I don't want to go by my name because I want to be like, anonymous i don't know if you know employees google you and they're like what you make games you can't right you know all that crazy stuff you think Uh so i was like uh and i couldn't come up with anything like i never really had like an online nickname or whatever so uh, (laughs) i just took the first best thing which was a metal gear solid name generator and i I put in my name and he said like shotgun anaconda i was like all right 
This is my there name. There you go. Game developer name. There we go. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, I mean, hey, it it seemingly worked. So you know, you've got your your pseudo name. Uh, hey man, man. Shotgun hey, Anaconda. That's it. Yeah. In hindsight, you know, I, I think if you get a hit, like I think musicians say this a lot. Like if, as soon as you get a hit, everything you uh, like everything you did is like genius in hindsight. Uh-huh. But if you flop, it's all stupid, right? So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see what happens after Velocity Noodle. If uh, you know the the great shotgun anaconda yeah. becomes a thing for you, <laughs> we'll see. Well, yeah, yeah we'll you see, never we'll know. See. We'll see. You never know. Um, let's actually dive into the game though. Now, uh, let's talk about Velocity Noodle because I think this is a really cool one. For those who don't know anything about the game, though, let's just start. Uh, you know, right from the get-go, what what is this game all about? What would you tell someone Velocity Noodle is if they had no idea and never heard about the game before? All right, let me get out my marketing voice here, right? No. <laughs> I know, yeah. You you this is what you you've been training for, right? Like, yeah. you know, you you talked about not having any experience for making a game. Like that's true with that role, but marketing is a big part that a lot of people forget about. So you're you're actually you've got a good piece there. Yeah, like the the business side, it's not the, yeah, marketing is huge. Like it's something I think a lot of indie devs uh, underestimate. And I think you see that a lot on like Reddit and, you know, even Twitter or different, you know, discords. Like the question is always, how do I market my game? And they say that yeah. two days before the game come out. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry, it's too late. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. But, but the funny thing is like, I'm quite good at my job, like my nine to five. But I suck mm-hmm. when it comes to myself. Like, you know, it's, I don't know I why. That. I don't know if it's yeah. like, you know, uh, I, I can't handle the pressure, maybe. But I'm like, I'm terrible when it comes to my own stuff. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no, I derailed the question. No, I know. <laughs> I, I, I kind of derailed it as well. But I, I totally understand because I'm the same way where I'll create a bunch of really cool stuff at work. I do uh, a lot of video editing and things like that. And then when I get to my own personal life and things for like the podcast, I always have these big ideas and then I just never end up doing it. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> All right. We have that in common. Then. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, All right, right. So tell me about Velocity Noodle. Yeah. So Velocity Noodle is uh, it's a 2D platformer. And uh, it's basically trying to give you the sense of speed running without you needing to, uh, uh, you know, break the game or, you know, having all these complicated uh, techniques and whatever. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And really, it's uh, if anyone ever played like Celeste or Super Meat Boy or uh, there's another game called Dust Force, which I really love. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. These are really similar to those. Uh, with my own spin on it, of course. So, yeah, it's a 2D yeah. precision platformer where you can teleport right. and jump around. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, so I, I first want to start this out by uh, talking about kind of the inspiration behind this game because I saw on Twitter sure. one of the reasons you first created the prototype that eventually became what is now Velocity Noodle was actually because of you playing God of War, oh, which shit. seems so vastly different yeah. and i wanted to talk about like <laughs> what exactly did that uh, mean right how did you go from god of war to being like let's uh create this fast precision or precision based well i cannot talk fast <laughs> precision based platformer wow you did your research that was a good one uh, thank you thank you <laughs> yeah yeah to people that are curious you can go on my twitter's um slash shotgun in the comments scroll back on the gifts 
but yeah I, so i think this is like 2018 and i was like mm-hmm. uh i was playing god of war there's a couple different inspirations for what ended up being velocity Mundo. and one of, of them is as you said god of war and i was playing that and you know great game i, I think a lot of people play that but i really love that axe that you could like throw around and not that you could just throw it around it would get stuck in enemies and you could step in walls and i was like oh shit this is really cool and then i could right. you know magically summon it back and i was like let's let, can i copy this you know i have no shame let's see if i can do this in <laughs> so, so yeah I, I just opened up you know my game engine and you know sat a day or two and yeah i got it working i was you could throw this sword you know, I switched the axe to a sword, so it's, you know, mm-hmm, it's really mm-hmm. original. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, you could throw that into the, like some dummy enemies, teleport to them, attack them, and then you could throw it into the wall and then use that as a platform. Uh, so that was really cool. I think that's the gift. That's There's a couple of different gifts from that time. Um, yeah. But then I was also into Celeste. I started playing Celeste, and I really loved Celeste. And really enjoyed you know the, the of course the story everyone loves the story but i really enjoyed the gameplay the platforming and the third puzzle piece is yeah uh speed running and mm-hmm. I, I don't know why i started watching speed running and i was like this is really cool like how they are breaking games and using glitches and doing all these uh, you know techniques that normal humans can't do <laughs> because i can't yeah, yeah yeah like i like speed running i like watching it i can't do it like I am, you know, what's, what's funny is that was going to be one of my next points is like, I, I am not a speed run, uh, person myself, but boy, do I love watching it. Um, but yeah, if you were like, all right, Josh, you try to speed run this and like learn, I'd be like, I'm good. I'll keep just watching someone. (laughs) No, I mean, it's crazy. Crazy. I don't know what it is. That's so fascinating, fascinating about it, but it like requires dedication. Like these people, yeah. Like I, I see a couple of different streams of different games and like the, they play the, the same game day in, day out. And, you know, they try to shave off like split seconds. Milliseconds. Here and there. Milliseconds. Crazy. And you're, I will never do that. Like I don't have yeah. time and I, I get too easily frustrated, but, <laughs> you know, but I really enjoyed it. So I really enjoy speed running. Uh, I love the acts of God of War. And then I really enjoy Celeste. But when I was playing Celeste, I was like, I wish it was a little bit more like the movement was a little bit more freer. Um, mm. And I wish like the secret techniques that the speedrunners were doing wasn't that it's not really secret, but you know, what I, you get what I mean. Right. Like I just wish they weren't so difficult to do. Um, so as I was working on this prototype, which was, I didn't know what it was going to be, but I was like, all right, you can attack enemies. You can throw your sword. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. But I was like, Oh, what if I can, you know, slide, under this thing and then jump on the wall and then throw my sword and i started mm-hmm. doing that and i was like all right this was cool so what if i slide wall jump double jump and then throw my sword to teleport over to that platform and i was like all right this was really cool and then and then slowly as i worked i was like i'm enjoying the movement more than attacking you know the enemies and right uh, to be honest with you, I also didn't want to program AI because that's, that's <laughs> that makes like, it easier, easy. right? No, AI is the worst. Like I have so much respect for people that can do proper, you know, uh, programming and do all these crazy, uh, you know, AI things that I do. 
because I can't do that stuff. Like it's crazy. Like, <laughs> but uh, so yeah. I, I kind of like right. removed the enemies, and I was like, all right, like what am I actually enjoying here? Like, all right, I'm enjoying the movement. I'm enjoying the like this teleportation thing that I got. Like, uh, as I said earlier, before you threw your sword into the enemies, and then I just replaced the enemies with like uh, teleportation boxes. Like, if anyone's seen footage from. Velocity Noodle, you can throw your sword into points and then it teleports to there and then you can continue you know, jumping around wherever. Right, um, right. And that's really how it all came together. Um, but, you know, I didn't really know that this yeah. was going to be the path for this like, of course. platforming game. It's like much later, I was like, all right, let me see, uh, like maybe put in like a timer because people like to time themselves and and I started doing some levels, and then I started like breaking my own levels, and I was like, "All right, there's something here." Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. I love the the idea because it, it's very much you know it, it speaks to the iterative process of creating games. Of you had this one prototype, but it still drastically changed. Like the base mechanic was there of you having this idea of throwing a sword and being able to teleport, but the whole world around that kind of shifted throughout you just building pieces and being like, well, this is actually really cool. Let's yeah. just take the best of what I have and then create something based off that. Yeah. And I think the, the idea from the beginning, when I released, as I said, the Baby Redemption, it was one of my first game. I didn't really know what I was doing, but I was kind of exhausted after I was like tired. I was like, and then it just became like a chore. Like it wasn't fun. So I was like, I wanted right. to do something small. So that's why I initially started like scaling away. All right, let me remove enemies. Let me remove... Um, like you are right, you can't st stick your sword into walls anymore. You know, even though that's a mm -hmm. cool feature, I have it like in the backlog somewhere. Uh, I'll yeah. like maybe I'll bring it back in, you know, in a DLC or whatever. But yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, let me just scale that away. Let, let's move that, and and um, I was like, let me just make a small game, like six months. Yeah, but you know, I liked myself. Six uh, months that turned yeah, into yeah. almost two years. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, right? So, but and then I was. So that's really how it went. And then I just started watching like GTC talks and like talking to some other people on Twitter. And uh -huh. um, it was one guy that told me something. Oh, I don't remember who it was. I'm sorry if he, I should, I, I'll Google and see who this was. But he said like the best type of design is when you look at something and you can't remove anything else, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, like you removed so much that you're still at the essence of what you're trying to create. And yeah. that's, then, then you have like the good design. And that's right. pretty Keeping much... a more simplistic mindset when building. Yeah, exactly. So, and I think that's like a criticism of like a lot of games. Like if you play, you know, Ubisoft games get that a lot, right? You open the minimap, you see like a million different things you can do. Yeah. Um, so, but it's yeah. anxiety inducing. Yeah, exactly. But, and so this is like the reverse, like the, what are you trying to accomplish with this game? So, and now, yeah. and now well, I was doing this like without knowing this whole philosophy thing. I was just doing it because I <laughs> wanted a small game. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, like I just want to make something easy for me right now. Yeah. And then I was, and that's how I ended up like, all right, I'm trying, I think I'm trying to do a platformer where you can speed run without necessarily being an expert, you know? And, right. But there's some stuff there. Like if you really want to dig into the game, there's some, uh, like there's a higher skill setting if you want to explore it, like how you combo moves and stuff like that, but it's not really yeah. needed. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, let's talk a little bit about just why noodles. 
bad people are gonna listen to me is gonna be like this guy is so weird because uh, <laughs> <laughs> like and i really i truly wish i had like a super cool story but the, the truth is this so i was building this prototype and i was like all right i need to start fleshing out the world i need to start doing art like what are, what are we actually doing here yeah. and um and I was, and I remember I had like the flu or something, and this like a year ago, I think. I had like the flu. I was home, and I was really hungry. And I was talking to uh, my girlfriend, uh, and she was like, "Ah, oh, I want some ramen noodles." I'm like, "Yeah, that's great." So I opened up like Uber Eats, mm-hmm. and I, you know, we ordered some ramen noodles. And then this guy came. He said it would take like 20 minutes, and he came like 10 minutes. And I was like, "Wow, wow. quick." Five stars, yeah. right? Yeah, some uh, fast noodles. Yes, I didn't tip, but you know it, it was fast. Oh, I, gave, I, gave, I gave him five stars. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and you know, uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, Josh. Like that's how I was like, all right, what if I like noodles? I like ramen. Yeah, so maybe you're delivering noodles and you're doing it fast. So I just googled synonyms for fast and speed, and it was velocity. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "All right, velocity noodle is." And at the same time, um, this was uh, actually it was no, this was like seven months ago. Yeah, this was last summer because it was Steam Next Fest. And you know the whole demo thing they do, uh-huh, the demo uh-huh. festival. And I had like applied for that, so I needed a name. I need you need a art. name. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. all right, Velocity Noodle it is because it went up on Steam and it got some success. So I was like, no, it's too late. I can't change it now, right? That's so. true. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like Shotgun Anaconda. <laughs> hey, man, here we go. Like, uh, As I said, like, if, if you I'm get I'm finding a, hit, a theme with you. <laughs> I'm telling you, if, if, it, if you get a hit, everything is genius. So as long as yeah, I don't yeah. flop, you know, it's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> No, but well, honestly, I do. Like, yeah, I do I appreciate you calling it Velocity rather than just be like fast noodles. <laughs> like, like the original name was Speedy Ramen. Like it was so bad. Speedy Ramen's not bad. That's good no, too. No, but it was really bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I think, uh, like, I was, I was also, I tweeted. Uh, there's this guy like Rami Ismail that made Nuclear Throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead. And I tweeted him because he sometimes, you know, he's really famous, but he responds sometimes. I was like, what's a good, you know, how do you find a good game name? And and he tweeted back and said, like, if you Google the name and it's less than, I remember what he said, like X amount of hits on Google, it's a good name. Yeah, so, yeah, because so you'll like, pop right up. Yeah, so I Google Speed Ramen, and there was way too many hits. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it's like, okay, Google, and it was less than whatever it was. And I was like, all right. Perfect. There you go. All right. <laughs> that's see. That's a that's a great tip for all you indie game devs out there. Yeah. There you um, go. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I, I just think it's so interesting because I was like, I was like, okay, I get it that you're like, you know, this delivery person, but like, yeah. why do you have a source? Yeah, it makes no sense. But also, it's like it's video games, right? I mean, it's right. Fun. It's you know, funny. it doesn't have to. It yeah, doesn't yeah. have to make sense. Yeah, man, it's a game where you jump over like spikes and you know you can teleport and you know there's a yeah it makes no sense but it's also video games it's supposed to be fun because I remember as I I said the name to a couple people and they reacted just like you did and I was like <laughs> all right it's sticking like they're laughing yeah you know they find it funny and you know so it sticks and then I showed the game they're like why does she have a sword and I'm like you know to teleport and I'm like why all not right. yeah all right yeah cool <laughs> 
it doesn't need the explanation. Like, <laughs> I get it. All right. There you go. Sometimes uh, why not is a good answer. Yeah. I mean, games have become, sometimes I feel like games have become too serious. Like, yeah. uh, like everything has to have an explanation and, you know, right. it has to be right. realistic. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Like even 2D, yeah, 2D indie games have begun. Like they're trying to have all this lore and you know explain everything, and I'm like, no, let's just have fun, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I get it. Look, I'm not the person who I when we do this podcast um, for the like the normal news episodes, it's me and a, a buddy of mine, and he is very much the type of person who is oh, like we'll talk about games and he'll get into the lore and how he's excited about it. And every yeah. time I describe a game, I'm like, here's the mechanics. I don't, I'm not even paying attention to the story. Like this is, it's just who I am. Yeah. I've so become I, I understand. Like, I used to be your, your friend. I think like when I was, uh, when I was younger, like I read like all the codex entries and you know, everything watched it from start to finish. I yeah, even watched like yeah. the credits. I don't know why that was like the thing. I always watched the credits, but <laughs> as I became like older, I was like, I just want to see what you're doing with the game. Like, what can I do? Uh, like, yeah. how can I explore the systems and, there's room for everything, like right? So, but I think like there's yeah, a lot true. of indie games doing great explorations so of how to tell a story, right? Uh, how to you know present different stuff in you know new ways. But that's not really me. I just I like the gameplay aspect. Like I'm more yeah. of a game designer than anything. So I want to see how can I push this system. So if you just not to bring it back to Velocity Noodle, but as I said earlier, I want to give you the sense of you know feeling like a speedrunner without maybe being a speedrunner. Right. So how right. do we do that? How do we build the levels to facilitate that? How does the move, uh, how do the different moves go into each other? How do we help, uh, how do I help you along that way? Right. So th right. those are the type of stuff I like to explore. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I get it. And yeah. I think, I think interestingly enough, like I've talked to developers who have sometimes kind of been not in the same mindset as you, but they've, uh, like I've asked them questions about like, oh, why is the lore this way? Or why is something a certain way? And sometimes I've gotten people who are so candid and they've been uh, willing to tell me like, oh, actually the fans kind of created it. And I just ran with it, <laughs> you know, like, so you never know. This game might come out and someone might come up with the deepest lore you can imagine. And this is why they have the sword and this is why they're delivering noodles. And, you know, <laughs> you could just go by the the whole notion of like, because it was a a, a hit. You're genius, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I love that, and I think, uh, I think that's for the case for a lot of games. Like they, ca people put stuff in, and like, all right, let's just make it kind of make sense, and big yeah, enough to work. Yeah, and then people fill out the wiki, right? And they're like, oh, yeah. all right, a, yeah, I mean, that works. <laughs> I mean, I, I have fun. I have fun with it myself because I know it's silly. Like the, in my mind, there's. Uh, like I think I say it in like in the first trailer that's on Steam that's really old, but mm -hmm. um, it's like oh in the future noodle delivery is more important than ever because the city has locked the city um, deliveries <laughs> down. Locked down. You know, it's really, yeah, it's really yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, food uh, delivery is banned in this world. Yeah, and it, this was like before COVID, right? So, so it's weird. But <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but you know, and then I have like fun with it. Like in the game, you can uh, like in the menu, you can actually talk to a uh, there's a there's a noodle stand you work for, right? Right. Let me just be honest with to the listeners. Like, there's not a lot of story, so. Uh, if you played like Celeste for the story and like the story, yeah, this is not 
like the game. Like there's not too much story here. <laughs> but uh, you, there's a noodle stand, and you can talk to basically your boss, which is okay. uh, actually the guy from my first game, like the same sprite. That's like an oh, Easter egg for yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Easter egg for myself because no one played the first game. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you can talk to him, and and like there's some dialogue, like poking fun, like as you said, like why do you have a sword? And the character right. is like, you will never figure, find it out. And it's like, all right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, hey, that it makes sense. As long as you roll with it, then it's intentional, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you oh, know, yeah. and then, and I was watching an interview with uh, I think uh, Hugo Martin, like the guys that made made Doom and Doom Eternal. Mm-hmm. And I think he's pretty much. I'm not putting myself on the same level as him. That is so. Yeah. Right. But, but he says a lot of like the same thing. Like it's games. Like it's Doom. Like let's have fun with it. And right. you know that's kind of the same approach I have. Like. I was making levels and I was like, all right, you need, because uh, after the Steam demo day, like I got some feedback, like, all right, there's a bunch of levels, but there's nothing breaking up. So I was like, all right, let me just put in some sort of like boss battle, you know? Hmm. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll figure something out. I don't want to spoil too much for it. Yeah, 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 no, of course not. But basically there's like a, <laughs> there's like an anti-delivery force, like <laughs> they, so they start chasing you like in various forms of like it's like police but without being the police so uh, very you know, interesting. i just have fun with it like, yeah yeah it's, why not yeah. why not but hey uh, if anyone wants to like write the wiki with a big uh, you know lore piece go ahead like, yeah there you go <laughs> all right the invitation is out there uh let's jump to how long are these you know these levels right because i i assume that these are more short uh kind of like fast pace yes snippets that you're playing through right How, what's like the average time that you're shooting for how long are these levels this is a great question and it's really hard for me to answer because uh but yes they're like short uh bite-sized levels uh, yeah, yeah so if yeah. anyone ever played like super uh, super meat boy uh, mm-hmm. it's more like that and not it's not like open world or anything um so okay the first time you play a level um it might take you like a couple of minutes to beat it or might go really fast if you're lucky or whatever. Right. Um, but the hard part for me to judge is like when you know the game or when you learn, you know, the movements and everything, you'll beat those levels in like 10 seconds or like right. yeah. 20 or 30 or what, uh, depending on how big they are. But they generally like in area they're like really small but you know they're traps and you have to figure out the path and the right route forward right right now when you mention when you mentioned route um are these going to be levels that have kind of you know you said that there's it's not an open world game right which makes Mm -hmm. sense but like are there in these levels kind of branching paths or different areas that you could take to see if like this way is faster versus another yes exactly and that was my that was like one of the main like design principles. Like, let's try to make, like if you, at this essence is basically going from A to B, right? Right. So from start to finish, but the path there should like, I, I've been trying to put in like different ways. Like maybe, maybe you jump over this sign or maybe you slide under it or, um, you know, all these kind of stuff. So there's like a main path forward that probably you will do on your first time. Like you go forward, you jump, you, maybe teleport and jump again and right, then right. when you play it a couple times you might see all right but if i instead of teleporting i think i can wall jump and just jump over the whole thing 
this makes no sense in audio form. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but this, this is what I try to achieve. Like when you play the level a couple of times, you see it, you find new you know, paths, like small paths. It's not like, oh, it's a whole part, not the part of the level. But it's like, oh, I can jump over this entire puzzle or jump yeah. over these traps or slide under it. Or tele- you know, I see the, um, the teleportation point is like really really close maybe i can reach it through the trap and and uh, in most cases you actually can do a bunch of those stuff so yeah um, that was awesome. like one of the, so yeah great point and that was like one of the design principles to make you uh, right right basically go faster yeah yeah exactly because i i enjoy it because it, it very much like you said gives you that feeling of uh, kind of what a speedrunner does, you know, they're shaving off yeah. those those seconds every time and trying to find the fastest run, and it makes it it incentivizes that for the player who might not want to speed run or you know not think that yeah. they can, right? But makes yeah. it a little bit more accessible to them. Yeah, and I try like. to uh, like we talked earlier about how do how do I make the game push you in this direction, and you know, there's simple stuff like that. Yes, there's a timer, but there's mm-hmm. also like trophies you can get. So there's a bronze, silver, and gold. Uh, depending on which time you get. Right. So if right. you look at the times, sometimes the bronze is like, everyone will get the bronze trophy. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Easy. Silver is like, all right, if I take the standard path, but optimize it a little bit. And then the gold trophy is like, all right, you have kind of like broke the level because there's a couple levels. Like, yeah, the bronze might be 25 seconds. The silver is like 20 and then the gold is nine. And then because then you're uh, thinking, what the like hell? How does this happen? Like, how could yeah. you possibly do this? Like, how do I like split my time in two? Like, this is impossible because that, but then you're hopefully, all right, maybe there's something I missed. Like, maybe, uh-huh. like what's behind, you know, if I, if I do a double jump here, instead of going to the right, do I see something or, you know, can I, can I throw, throw my sword through these spinning trap things and, you know, can I go through this laser and yeah. find these paths? And and I saw that actually when I had the demo out um, and I sent it to That's what I was going to ask is, were there any crazy, like you didn't even expect things to be broken in a certain way? Uh, I actually sent it to like a couple of speed, uh, speed runners. Most didn't, uh, you know, reply because they don't know who the fuck I am. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry I, I cursed. Is that okay? I that's, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, but I, I get it. Like, they don't know who I am. Like, uh, I don't speed run. They, I never made like a game. So they're like, who's this? But I, there's a couple that answered actually. And there's one guy, D. Skillen. I'm sorry if I say your name wrong, but he's like really great. He sent me a lot of feedback. And, huh. And, that's and awesome. I seen, yeah. And I've seen, uh, so I've seen a couple of people like actually mention that. Like, ah, oh, I saw the time and then I, looked around and I saw, all right, I could throw my sword a little bit longer than I thought and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And that's really, yeah. uh, that's really my goal. So I was really happy to hear that. And I really hope, like, I don't really care. Sales is cool. I hope it sells and et cetera. I'm not going to lie. But what I really want to see, I just really want to see speedruns break it. So I hope at least someone, you know, <laughs> plays it and, you know, right. puts stuff on YouTube when they break yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, you never know. This could be a, one of the next games at, at a GDQ. Like, that would hey, be, uh, I, I'm I sure. Yeah. So, I I mean, I, I can see it. Like, you're definitely working on, you know, the, the whole idea of this being a speedrun game. It makes sense that people would want to try and test it out if, if done correctly. Yeah. Um, can you give me a little bit of, like, you know, you, you kind of mentioned the maybe I'm I'm throwing a sword in this area or maybe, you know, I, I double jump here. Are there any um, 
kind of, and you talked about this of making it a little bit more accessible, it seems. Um, are there any types of, when it comes to skill combinations of doing certain things like, you know, with Celeste of wave dashing, like, did you mm -hmm. plan for those type of things as well? Yes. So that, uh, I think, uh, <laughs> wave dashing is interesting because I just recently read, like it wasn't meant to work and then right. they kind of just left it in and now it's like an official feature. And I think in the latest patches, they made it like easier to do, but, uh, oh, okay. Uh, I don't know why that was sidetracked or whatever. No, no, no it's, that's interesting though. Cause but, but wave dashing for me was like one of the things where I got all the way through the entire game. I finished it and then completed that chapter nine part where you get to the, like a door where you need all the keys and you get through it. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, now you need to learn wave dashing. And I was like, Nope, I'm done. Funny enough. That's where I quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I think I got, uh, what was it called? The, the mountain core, like when it's like lava and ice, whatever. I just got like, a little bit into it. And I was like, Oh, I can't learn this. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is too uh -huh. much for me. But, uh, yeah. So I really wanted to have that type of stuff, uh, into the game. Um, and I was experimenting with a lot of things. Uh, at the end of the day, I think one of the main differences between Celeste and Velocity Noodle is that Celeste is locked into, and this might become a bit nerdy, so just stop me if I'm too much, but <laughs> it's like a lot of Celeste is locked into, I think it's 32 directions. Like you can, or is it 16? Like you can dash in, you know, you can just dash in certain directions and it's not right. a free flowing, um, free flowing movement. Mm -hmm. and velocity noodle is a bit more open so it's not locked into these different directions you can jump around and you know dash or whatever mm -hmm. so and wave dashing to me was this is like pushes you really fast into left or right um to really break through screens and the game was really already velocity noodle sorry was going so fast already that it was hard putting in these uber moves right that would make you go even faster because then you just you just fly into a trap without seeing it and stuff so what i did instead was a lot of the uh, the basic moves like jump double jump dashing air dashing teleportation um and sliding they're kind of easy to pull off mm -hmm. so instead you are uh you are urged to look at the level instead. Like, okay, where can I pull these moves off? Like, all right, I can slide under this and jump either to the left and right, but going to the right, I can double jump while the left takes me to a teleportation box. Uh, like, which one is quicker? So that, I don't know if right. that makes sense, but that's... Yeah, it's more understanding the path rather than using, uh, you know, very complicated mechanics yes. or... But also there are, some, there are some, like, minor stuff, like... Depend if you wall jump, like if you do it within ten frames, uh, you fly further away. So there's mm. a couple stuff for people to figure out uh, if they right. want to. Um, and I was also experimenting with a feature like if you combo moves, like if you slide and jump and do something, you would go even faster. But I disabled that for now. I might I might bring that back in the future. So there's a couple of stuff yeah, people yeah. can figure out. But I think Velocity Noodle is more about seeing the level and figure different stuff out yeah 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 makes sense okay very cool that was, um, such, a, that was such a nerdy rant i just did like <laughs> no i think it, i think it was good i think it, especially like if people are listening and they're into that whole speed running type style like this is what they want to hear you know this is the yeah. the kind of like oh okay 
you are thinking about those types of things as far there as was actually there was actually one speedrunning guy because I said I'm not a speedrunner I never said I was yeah uh, and there was one guy that got back to me and I was like oh maybe he played the game and he was like uh, he gave me this it was an email and he just answered with one line what games have you speedrun yourself and I was like wow like <laughs> I, I just move on yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't think you necessarily have to like, there's people who have created games and then speedrunners come and totally break it. And it becomes this fun thing for them to do. Like, I don't think that has to matter, Yeah, uh, I but know, I guess some people have that mentality. Game. I don't know. Yeah, man, I don't judge him. It was funny. What it was just do? fun. Like I was so happy because, oh, someone played it. And I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Well, uh, that's okay. It sounds like, uh, some people did, which is good. Yeah. Uh, which hey that's that's good at least you're getting getting the word out with the demo and then uh let's talk about hey what's coming next this game is coming out very soon um by the time at the time that we're recording this it isn't out but by the time that people are listening to it uh this game will have released as of january 21st it says on steam yes um and that's super exciting uh but let's uh take a step uh, you know past that right what comes next for you as far as you know the game releases what are you doing uh obviously i'm sure there's a bit of promotion there's a bit of you know bug fixing right but like what's your big plans after velocity noodle uh i think the first thing is still gonna be velocity noodle actually uh, yeah okay it's gonna be some i have some level packs i want to do i mean some harder versions of levels so oh, cool. i i want to get those out i don't know if it's like one month or two months after or whatever so um, but I'm also talking to um, a potential partner to bring it to consoles. Oh, nice. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah, so that will, so we'll see where that goes. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> hopefully that goes the way. I really want to bring it to Switch because uh, I think yeah. that would be such a perfect fit for the game. So hopefully that happens. So when you hear this, I might have an announcement on Twitter. I don't know. Or maybe it, you know, it all, <laughs> nothing yeah. came out, right? But other than that... Um, I have a couple of other, like game ideas I want to explore. Uh, I think, as I said, like I always enjoy video games. I think it's like great medium, like the whole interactive part. Um, like the, other people have said this, but there's no other medium that's doing what games are doing. And, right. And yeah. I think indies are like a really cool thing. Like we always have the AAA, uh, you know, AAA games that we all kind of love and play, but. Mm-hmm. And then I think indies today have become like some sort of like middle ground, like just having a normal indie game is so big now. Like there's, yeah. yeah. like if you look back at like 2010, I think 10, 11 was Super Meat Boy and Braid came out, like two guys doing this and, you know, mm-hmm. no one had money, but, you know, then they became indie darlings or whatever. And then all these publishing houses came in and gave people millions and then they're these People are pretending to be, you know, don't have backing. Here's a industry secret. Sorry to break everyone's fantasy, but a lot of these people <laughs> have like publishers behind them. But and I, but my point is, I think indies will go like there will be a new subsection of indies that we go back to what it used to be, like you know, one or two people, you you know, doing these interesting ideas, um, like pushing different game designs forward. And I'm really looking forward to that. You see that on. I think you see a lot of that on Twitter. Like if you go hashtag yeah. indie game developer, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of people doing some really cool ideas. Some are really stupid, but they're really interesting. And <laughs> um, 
like I recently played the, I tried this game, oh, I forget the name, but you basically blink to progress the game. Oh, before your eyes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And, I just played it recently. Really good. And it's really like, it's a really beautiful game. And, you know, as I said, like I'm a gameplay guy, but like the whole aspect, like, oh, I have to blink and I don't want to blink by mistake. And, you know, mm -hmm. um, so I think there's a lot of people doing some cool things. So I have some ideas, you know, uh, that I want to explore um, next. I have like an idea for a haunted house. Um, okay. Like you're like, as I said, I'm not a good guy with concepts, but you're basically a small witch. And you would, you know, uh, you walk around in this haunted house, which is your house, but it's basically home alone. Like people are coming into your house to steal stuff, right? And um, you would like, and then it's like physics based. Like if you see like a chandelier swinging, you uh -huh. would, could like burn the rope it's swinging on, then it would fall down and it would burn the floor and okay. you could just throw oil on the floor and the people would burn up. This is so gruesome. But yeah, um, <laughs> but I don't I have, sounds like, interesting. Yeah. yeah, I have like these ideas I want to explore. Like, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully. All right. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, um, I want to first off, thank you for coming on. Uh, I want to wrap up this show with one final question. I always uh, end the show on basically just some general advice. Right. So you've been doing uh, both uh, your, your game uh, prior as well as now Velocity Noodle you've had some time to be kind of in this space and, and create games what's some advice or something that maybe you would have told yourself uh, years back before you got started that you think would have helped you now uh, to anyone listening that really want to make games it doesn't matter how old you are but just get started like uh, and I think it's e uh, easier than ever before. Like all the engines are pretty much free. You could download and play, you know, try them out. Um, my, I, when I started, I, I was doing some, a lot of research. I was like, oh, which engine is the most, uh, the best one? Or how do I do things properly? You know, all this advanced code. And all of that was a mistake. Like uh, just get started. And the best tip I can do give you is and I, once again I stole this from Twitter, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and I think it was Derek Yu that said this that made Spelunky. But the, like the best thing you can do, just to do all all, all games are held together by like spaghetti code and like yeah. Uh, so don't 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 overthink it. Just do it. Uh, figure out what you want to do. Like if you want to do a platformer, and then think, all right, what is a platformer? I need to walk left to right. All right, start with that. How do you make a character walk left to the right? Mm -hmm. And then you need to add a jump, right? So you add the jump. And then maybe uh, you need to have a menu. So you figure out how to do a menu. And then you, you know, and then you go from there step by step. So, right. uh, you know, just get started and then do small things. As I said, break it, break your yeah. game down and then do small step one by one. That's my best tip. It's really generic, but it's also the best one. As long as you make progress, that's all you can, you know, all you can ask. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you again for those listening. Velocity Noodle is currently in development, but by the time you are listening to this, it will be available on Steam. So go over to there, pick it up. Uh, once again, thank you so much for joining. Thank you, man. Enjoy this. <laughs>